Welcome to the Shattered Order Podcast with your host, Goodnight Punk and Windkiller Inc. There's a new bromance in town, so wigs better watch out. We talk about new characters and Galaxy of Heroes along with what seems to be coming very soon. Next. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Shattered Order Podcast. 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 I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and this is the 22nd episode. With me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Oh, I'm just sitting here thinking uh, we just kind of took a week off, and apparently that threw everything out of sync. That was a bad idea. Some technical difficulties over here in the Shattered Order podcast, but we have worked through them. And uh, we've managed to sync our schedules back to uh, what they used to be, and we are back this week. So if you are refreshing your podcast stream wondering why it didn't give you last week's episode, we did not record one, so should have a lot of info for you this week. Cool. So, yeah. So why don't we get right into it? What do you say? I think that's a good idea. Get back into the swing of things and, uh, well, dive right in. Well, we'll start with news. This week, Alshon Jeffrey was suspended for four games for drugs. Did you hear about that? I did. Um, you know what made me wait, really wait. happy about that? He's in our division. Go, Pat, go. Yeah. Freaking Lions winning the damn division. Restore the, the roar. What happened? Good God. Nah. Well, anyways, I started with the wrong news. <laughs> hey, we can we can venture down this road. I'm... No, we can't because I've been talking with the NFL for years. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> the first thing I wanted to bring up to everyone's attention was a poll that was posted on Reddit by user NoDBR. I don't know. N O E D B R. But he posted up a poll on Reddit about the tank raid, and he got a pretty good response to it, so I kind of wanted to go over some of his findings and uh, put it out there for him but uh, the post is called do you have a bad feeling about this nice play on words there <laughs> but basically he was asking people's thoughts on the and their experiences with the new tank raid and he got 2075 responses as of recording the podcast so pretty good numbers I'd say I mean not a full shard in the game but a lot of people there get a good idea, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, 843 people, or 40% of the people polled, said, not motivated, I put it on auto to help my guild on Tier 6. And to be honest, I'm not surprised. Because a lot of people love their guilds, hate this raid, so it's like, all right, well, I'll throw people in there and spend 40 minutes simming five teams just to get some damage in there for my guild but i am not enjoying it you know what i mean yeah yeah if we could get all 50 of us doing that well not that specifically but everyone in there with some doing that that have been given up on it i'm sure that thing would die even quicker but yeah this thing is burning people out the next uh you can tell by the next response, right? So 555 people, or 26.7% of people responding, said, 
my guild may finish tier six in a year. And normally this type of thing would surprise me because I think we've done five now, but it doesn't surprise me because I keep seeing Reddit posts go up where people are talking about still being in phase one or, or phase two even on their first raid. And it's, that's kind of a, that would be real depressing. I think that'd be frustrating. Definitely would make me un, yeah, definitely demotivating for sure. Say the least. So I'm not, I'm not really surprised by those two being the top answers, and I'm really not surprised by the bottom answers too. But we'll get there. 237 people, or 11.4 percent, said all my farming is now on characters for the new raid. Hope to beat her- heroic, heretic soon. But this is where my vote went because uh, I am shifting towards getting. A team for each phase in the heroic raid and hopefully everyone else in the guild is and then we can move on to heroics so yep that's, that's the same hope. thing i'm doing yeah i haven't completely given up on heroic i know it's gonna take a while for us to get there and it'll take a lot of work from a lot of people in the guild not just half of them powering through a raincore raid but i think we'll get there I got so, a question for you as soon as we finish through these percentages. All right. Remember it. I'll ask you. So the next one was 163 people or 79, 7.9% said, I hate it and don't even play. And once again, those numbers don't surprise me. So this is the one where I'm assuming all these people well, yeah, that's in the answer. But this is not a very big number out of 2,000. So 68 people, 3.3%. My guild is already doing heroic. We'll get General Kenobi soon. So I'm jealous, and you guys are powering through it. That's awesome, and I hope to be there soon. Is our podcast, so. like, PG, or is it, like, uh, can we... S- what's the rules on swearing? Because I have something to say to those people if swearing's okay. <laughs> we swear and never say anything about it, so I don't think it matters. So go ahead, little unleash it. Well, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm jealous. So fuck everybody that's already getting Gerald Kenobi shards. Pisses me off. I'm jealous. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I saw someone that already got a seven star, and that made me even more jealous. No, it didn't get a seven star. Unlocked him. That's oh, what I, I was going to say. Still, God bless. I, the... <laughs> Unlocked. I don't hate to be on that guy's shirt. Yeah, that's, that's no say. shit. I, like, this yeah. is the character we've all been wanting. We've been begging for him and came and get him. Yeah. We'll get there. Well, it's. I, I'm just afraid of seeing Kenobi for the first time mixed with the fives that's now taunting. Uh, yeah. That just. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the worst thing ever. But still, I mean, kudos to those 3.3% of people out there that are already doing heroic. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. But that is an insanely small percentage, or at least of people that were polled 68, in 68 yeah. out of 2,000. Over 2,000. That's crazy. crazy. 47 people, or 2.3, responded, I quit, bye. And you know what? I wouldn't even be surprised if that those responses weren't, you know, jokes. 
because I've seen a lot of people dropping out after the tank raid. Yeah, I have too. So, but I think they were all wait, holding on, holding hope from the start for this raid, and then once it dropped, it was like, oh, okay, I'm done. Yep. But who knows? I just view it as another challenge, and we will beat it. Yep. I will not give up. I agree. I'm with you. Um, so uh, the question I was going to ask is, you said that you've been farming characters strictly for the new raid. Uh, who have you been working on, and have you made any progress in the past week, or I, I guess two weeks? Well, I just got Ahsoka to gear, or not gear. I just got Ahsoka to six stars. Jedi Knight Anakin is about 30 shards from six star. And I'm farming HK and IG-88 at the same time. And they're both about to hit six stars. Cool. So, trying to get that droid team going. I have I, I have 86 and I have Jawa Engineer and Nebit, so... I have that part. I just need those two. And then as far as having a good Jedi team, the one I'm using right now is Kaigon, Lumi, Barris, Ethkoth, and... Oh, God, who's the other one? Yoda. So, yeah. Not getting huge scores with them. I need to get uh, Anakin in there for some damage, and Ahsoka should do a lot more than Lumi does, so... Yeah, for sure. And I, I'm also farming I'm a Gundy from uh, Guild Shipments, okay, and he's, yeah. he's about 50 shards from 6-star, so that's where I'm at. I'm trying to get the, the Jedi team going. I'm farming gear on my Rebels, Wigs, and everyone else, so that team's almost ready to go. Jawas are good to go. And then someday I'll go after Chirpatine, but... That's on the last thing I'm going after. Yeah, I'm not worried about Chirpa at all. I've been working on Wedge and Biggs pretty much entirely. I got Wedge to uh, six star, but he's still about 50 shards away. Or gear, he, I got him to gear 10, but he's still 50 shards away from seven star. And Biggs has been seven star forever, but he is gear nine, uh, 30 stun guns away from gear 10. So... Or, All I have to say is thank God that hypo syringes are in uh, challenges because I hate those things. So many for wigs. Yeah, I had like six of them saved up and I have like two left. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I have plenty of scanners. I got over 600 salvage of that. But, you, you know, you and I are in the can't ever get the things I want. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see scanners, I just want to throw my phone across the room. Oh, I have thrown my Seriously? phone a few times over those things. It's frustrating. Yeah. Well, it's weird how that scanners always show up. There's is yep. there a bug or I just a confirmation bias? I don't know. But all I ever see is scanners. Like, it drives me crazy. You can look at the scanners numbers. versus furnaces. Uh, and I hate furnaces because it takes so damn much to make a furnace. I, you know? I wish I was getting furnace salvages just because I, I freaking need them. I don't care if I have to craft them. Like, I, I need the damn things. I wish there was a way to exchange, like, different raid salvages. More for than other ones. one? Yeah. Like, hell, More even than if one it was... In, like, the guild exchange? If, if it was two to one or three to one, hell, I'd still be doing it. It's frustrating yep for sure i agree 
Well, got some more information about the raid a little bit. Well, why don't we just flip these two right here and we'll go to this first. So since we were just talking about the tank, we got some information on the tank from CGEA this week. And finally, it's an acknowledgement to what everyone is complaining about. Basically what that poll showed, they finally talked about. So... First off, they said they were aware of the difficulty guilds were experiencing with the tank takedown raid. Thank God they acknowledged it because yep. they hadn't to this point, and it was like, are they not? Are they just going to pretend this isn't happening and not listen to the community on this? But they finally did. Now, they said they crafted for higher guild membership numbers and more frequent participation. But since the research has shown that enough guilds are below these assumptions to make the raid overall far more... It makes the raid far more difficult than intended. Well, here's the thing. First off, you probably had high participation at the beginning. But that... <laughs> walking into a wall and doing point one on a good run damage on your first tank raid just obliterates your hopes and dreams you know yeah so i'm sure the participation has even dropped further than what they were hoping because they said higher guild membership numbers with frequent more frequent participation well i'm sure that participation numbers dwindling for a lot of guilds so it's definitely harder than intended according to this and that makes sense there's no way, there's no reason for any guild to still be in phase one or phase two of their first raid. Totally agree. Like, that's ridic- ridiculous. Yep. So. 100%. No timeline for changes, but they said there were some changes that they were going to implement. So no timeline for the changes, but they're on the radar and being addressed. First one, tuning the difficulty. Are they going to lower the health? Are they going to change around the abilities so they're not going 600 times to your five? You know, what are they going to do this? They're going to do something, supposedly. So it'll be hold out hope. You know, finish your four-month raid, and maybe the next one will be a week. Or maybe two days, three days, whatever. They're going to tune it. Hopefully we get some information on that soon, and it gets better. There will probably be a point at which... uh like some of these guilds are better off just abandoning abandoning a raid like I, I don't know if it would change mid raid like if you're in the middle of the raid if the changes would take over so, yeah does that make sense yeah you know what yeah yeah so let's say they make the change and you're on phase three halfway through and you're like oh i gotta finish this before we start the new one yes well you could probably finish two of the new one in the time you finish the old crappy one exactly so we'll see what happens. But the other change they talked about, which is nice, I will admit. So this let me I'm read happy real about. Fast. Tank, tank animation in phase two, making changes to this. Okay. All of the animations, okay, maybe not the droid phases, but phase two and phase four need to be looked at. Both of them have that tank, and both of them have him just sliding around at the speed of a snail. In, you know, taking forever. So, hopefully they're looking at both those phases and not just phase two. But those that tank animation definitely needs to be sped up. Dramatically, yeah. At this point, anything so. to make that thing go faster, I am in favor of. Because it's, it's, it's painful. Oh, I hate 
cordoning off 45 minutes of my day to get my five runs done on the normal day. It's ridiculous. It's just... I wait till the very end of the day and do it before I go to bed because I just dread it the whole day. Yep. You know? And then by the time I get Lay to that point, I don't care. Dark. So just auto it. and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, gosh. I really do want a good score. I'm going to try. But, yeah, whatever. It's tough. Yep. So. All right, we'll go back to this other news that was in the same... Same uh, update that they talked about the tank takedown, but that was when they announced, and this is old news at this point, but we're still going to talk about it so you get to listen. New tournament announced. Streets of Jedha. So I'm assuming, just like I didn't know what Scarif was, I'm assuming Jedha is either a another planet or a city on Scarif. I don't know. I didn't look it up before the podcast. I know, I didn't do my homework. Someone's going to have something to say. <laughs> but... Streets of Jedha Squad Tournament launches tomorrow, today, depending on when you listen, or maybe a week ago, depending on how you listen. Anyways, it's launching tomorrow for us as we record this. So, pretty excited about this. Okay, I'm, I said that. I'm thinking about it. I don't know how excited I am. But, yeah. Reward is the second named Rogue One character, Chirrut Imwe. I think that's how you say his name, I don't know. But shards for Chirrut are exclusive to the Streets of Jedha tournaments. Refreshes are still ally points, and yeah. So pretty much the same as the last Shore Trooper or a Shores of Scarif tournament, but this time we're getting a new character, Chirrut Imwe. So. Cool. Pretty cool. Go ahead, two weeks after the last one ended, we're getting another one that quick. Yeah. Trying to churn out those uh, Rogue One characters pretty fast, huh? I will say something kind of interesting. Uh, the as far as you know, the first tournament, the way you paid for it with crystals, and the second one was a lot more equalized between like the whales and the free players. I kind of think mm-hmm. that the how do I say the two characters having synergy together, and one of them being chromium. I think that kind of brings back in giving the advantage in the tournament to the uh, pay-to-pay players, which I'm totally cool with, which I think is great. Like, if they're going to do that, I think this was a great way to do it. Um, yeah, for sure, because they're already spending a good amount of resources to do this also. So it's not... Yep. I don't know. I don't know where, where I'm trying to go with that, but it's not going to other places, I guess. I don't really care so much about the characters I do getting the currency and the Omega mats and uh, the gear and all that stuff. Yeah, getting some, some millions of credits, some good gear. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you get good stuff out of there no matter oh, where yeah. you finish. So, Well, I mean, uh, maybe not no matter. I don't know what happens when you're down in the 2000s, yeah. but I don't even know how you get that low. You join in and then don't fight, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of debate on Reddit regarding the best way to spend ally coins, if it's actually doing the tournament refreshes or if it's better spent buying bronzeums. And I just cannot possibly see the argument for bronzeums. Well, I've seen some really good data from people, but these are how many people out of all the people doing it, you know? Yeah. And are these people putting it on Reddit when 
they've done well with it and all the people that done bad have done bad don't put it on there so it's like i don't know if it's just i'm seeing the good cuz i don't i don't know that i would get that many character shards you know well yeah but, but even the character shards i mean they're not that i mean that valuable i mean i guess if you're strictly strictly talking your galactic war currency maybe but i mean the rewards you get from the tournament i think just far outweigh it i mean hell i've you you figure up all the bronze M's that i've received the whole time i've been playing this game which is a year now mm, i don't even know if they add up to you know one tournament yeah yeah i would venture a guess that it would probably be about my lifetime bronze M's on my main account would probably be three tournaments worth of shards yeah but even then I probably haven't used the amount of ally coins that I could use in the next three weeks over that whole year because we didn't get as many back then, you know? Yeah, that's true, too. But my thoughts on tournament announcements. So last podcast, was it last podcast we were talking about the other SCOD tournament? I, I I think we were. I don't know. It's been two weeks. I don't remember back that far. All right, but I think the two weeks ago was the last one. Anyway, my point is, last time I, we were doing the podcast, it was in the middle end of the first day, and I was praising it because I was enjoying it so much. And I can't say I didn't enjoy it for the second day, but that third day was such a slog. It was it took sucked all the fun out for me because on that third day, it was fight this wigs team. Or fight this Rex team. And that was all I got to pick. And my Phasma-led team is not exactly the best to go against all those teams. So I was pretty much done on third day. And that kind of sucked it all out for me. Yeah, I think that's... I got the Wigs Wigs team this time around. Maybe it'll be a little different. but that helps. Yeah, last time, yeah, not not so much. I was fortunate I didn't have many issues regarding that. Like, I'd maybe lose two characters max in a match. Um, I had pretty good success. So I was able to finish pretty high. But um, it is amazing. You you get up there in the top few hundred, and it's all wigs and wrecks pretty much. I mean, there are a few outlier teams, but not many. I mean, I... I farmed my butt off for two hours getting all the way up to i think 76 but the last hour and a half were the hour and a half i have to drive to work and go into the factory and go to pass down and everything else so i missed the last two hours of the tournament so i had to work my way up as far as i could and leave myself there with two hours left yep. i finished at 70 i finished at 76 with two hours left went to work before I finally got out of the factory to check my phone, when I checked my rewards, I was at 234. I was like, oh, great. So I didn't unlock Shore Trooper, and uh, yeah. That sucks. That sucked. <laughs> He's sitting at 45 out of 50. Oh, that's annoying. I I, I tr- tried my luck. I pulled one bronzium, or one chromium pack just for fun, hoping I would get five shards. It, it was... Uh, Night Sister Initiate, I think. And then I th- said to myself, oh, I'm not buying Chromiums. Yeah. This is why I don't do that. 
So I didn't get to participate much in the last few hours of it. Um, I was in a wedding that weekend, and we were busy with all that. So uh, I was fortunate that I had a significant enough lead. I mean, I burned through most of my ally coins, so I kind of got to the point that I didn't think anyone could catch me. And, um, yeah, I was able to finish about where I wanted. I don't remember what it was now, but... I finished high enough to get him unlocked and get some other goodies. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I I mean, I'm back up to like 150,000 ally coins again, so I'm sure that I will bust my ass again on this one just to see how I can get. But I'm only doing it for the extra stuff. I don't believe that I will unlock Chirrut, but if I do, bonus. If I don't, I'm happy with all the extra crap I get. So, hundred percent agree. And it's the my the end of my weekend, so I'm not gonna. I can't. I don't want to spend all my time in that damn tournament again. Yeah. But glad it's on the weekend and not doing the work week work week again because that makes it even worse. I think. Well, it could or couldn't. If you don't work on the end of the work week, like I don't. It kind of works better because everyone else is working while I'm killing everyone, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. Said Short Trooper, it, the original post on the last tournament said Short Trooper final tournament, and then they took out the final as if it wasn't the final, and then it turns out that it actually was the final, so I thought that was kind of weird. Uh, oh, but, so they did re-add in the fact that it was the final one? Okay, so I'm on to our next point. This is part of it, but Short Trooper moved to Chromium Pack, so I kind of just assumed that he wasn't going to be in tournaments anymore because if people can just buy him, tournament interest isn't going to be there as much, right, for that guy character, so I wouldn't think that they would run that character again. That's an interesting thought. Hadn't thought about that. So, I mean, a lot of the pay-to-play players are already going to have him through Chromiums at 7-star, right? So they'd only be really running it for most mostly free-to-play, and I just don't see them doing that because they probably wouldn't see much money in it, you know? So Interesting thought. That yeah, was my thought with that comment. Yeah. No, I, th- but, I, I think you convinced me. <laughs> It's another thing that they announced recently. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh. Sound like you had a thought there. No, I was. Go ahead. Okay. Well, excuse you. It must have been a burp. <laughs> no, I was going to say <laughs> something, but it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Well, they updated the Chromium packs, and I was impressed with the amount of characters that they took out of them, right? Because they took out Anakin. Barris, Boba Fett, Dothcha, IG-86, Amagundi, Jedi Knight Consular, Luminara, Stormtrooper, Talia, Clone Wars, Chewbacca, and Hoth Rebel Scout. All characters that if I pulled a Chromium, I would be pissed about. Besides Anakin. Besides Anakin, since I'm still working on him. But the thing is, like I just said, I pulled one Chromium trying to get short trooper shards, and I got Knight Sister Initiate. So... Let me go over who they added first. They added Baze, a new character, who we're going to go over here in a second. Short Trooper, Scarif Rebel Pathfinder, Dingar, Chief Nebit, Wedge, 
Jawa Engineer, B2 Battle Droid, Gamorrean Guard, and Geonosian Spy. All very good characters, all characters people want, much better options than the ones they took out. Yep. Now, what I was going to say is I pulled that Chromium and I got a Night Sister Initiate, which to me tells me there is still a crap ton of people in there that I don't want to pull in a Chromium. I went and looked at the, the chance for full characters list when you go to Chromium packs, and there are just still so many characters in there that if I pulled, I would be mad about. Tarkin's in there, Akbar's in there, Ray's in there. Mace Windu's in there. That one wouldn't be so bad, but it just seems he's been in the game in a farmable location so long he shouldn't be in there or been removed like the other guys, you know? Yep. It's just, it, it, it's weird. So I don't I disagree. Don't but the, the other thing is, besides Baze, Shore Trooper, Scarif Rebel Pathfinder, and Geonosian Spy, all of those characters I have at seven stars. So if I pulled them, I would just be getting Shard Shop fodder anyway yeah <laughs> it's just proof to me that i still don't need to buy chromiums yep that's exactly why i don't buy them those crystals can be spent on mods or whatever else something much better or the character and gear that you actually are farming directly and know you will get if you go after them or that so yeah i dearly want bays but I really don't want to spend a hundred dollars just to try and unlock him, you know. So, yeah, totally fair. And last thing they did, because of course they did, Tie Fighter Pilot added to Cantina Battles Stage Four Mission B, ten energy, not terrible, pretty good for him. Yep. But it's a Cantina battle, and the queue for that for me for characters is just growing every time they update. So. Cool, bro. Yeah, talk about uh, setting your priorities, because at this point, there's so many good guys in there. I'm I'm ready to get finished with uh, Wedge so I can get on to TIE Fighter Pilot, because I am actually kind of excited about TIE Fighter Pilot. I'm excited for him, too, right? After I finish Jedi Knight Anakin, though, I'm kind of torn. I don't know whether I want to go after TIE Fighter Pilot or go after B2 to fight the new bromance here you know i hate b2 i hate that son of a bitch i refuse (laughs) i have him at seven star on my b account and i love him so frustrating he is a bastard i will say that but i might just go with tie fighter pilot for shipments coming up and on that note i want to remind you to remind me to ask you about your uh, idea about why nothing's going to shipments when we get to the ship section. Okay. Sounds good. So. But for now, we kind of want to go over some of these two new characters that just came out because they look pretty damn uh, awesome. Yeah. They, so we'll uh, start with... They got, don't they? Yeah, they got a nice <laughs> little bromance going on. Dude, the bromances are awesome. Yeah. I'm... I'm I'm digging the way they're doing this. I'm hoping that they start doing this with more characters or go back and do it to other characters that are actually in the game because, let's be honest, Chewbacca could use any type of synergy with Han Solo to make him a better character. 
and that would be great. That's a because really those good two point. are like the original bromance, right? Yep. Chewy Han, I'd be oh, I'd love for them to do that. Yeah, for sure, that'd be super cool. But uh, so starting with Chirrut, he's uh, they're the new bromance. Chirrut and Bays, they have a lot of synergy. Now the question, no one's come up with a name yet for them. I'm I don't think and. I'm not one to try because I'll end up sounding like I'm talking like a baby. So we'll be get, much like wigs. We'll be getting a Chariot Bay's uh, name soon. I'm sure one that sticks. But the flavor text for Chariot says balanced rebel attacker who dispels debuffs, heals allies, and grants tenacity up. So. The description that I've seen for this guy so far is basically a a B2 Barris type mixture. B Barris Yoda B2 type mix with this guy. Hmm. You'll see why I think that in a second. Perfect. But he unlocks the three stars from the Streets of Jed Ha tournament. Now, we'll go over his abilities here. Basic attack, staff strike, deals physical damage to target enemy with a 40 to 70% chance based on ability level to gain heal over time for two to three turns. If the target is debuffed, grant heal over time to a random ally. So basically, he slaps someone with a chance to get a heal over time on himself. And if that person that he's attacking is debuffed, he gives heal over times to his friends. And what you're going to notice with this dude is a heal over time overload. It's freaking crazy how much heals over times he can give. Because the special attack says all allies, all, all allies have their current health percentages equalized. Dispel all debuffs from all allies and grant them heal over time effect for one to four turns. Based on ability level. For each effect dispelled. Allies that were not debuffed gain tenacity up for one to three turns. So I lied. It's not B2. It's more Akbar Lobot. Yeah. Because it debuffs. It takes the debuffs off your guys, not the buffs yeah. off the other team. Yeah. But, but this is the crazy part. Grants a heal over time for each effect dispelled. Holy crap, you gotta... This is, would kill Vader. Well, it doesn't actually grab offense up or anything, just healing, but the amount of heals you could get after a Vader AoE is ridiculous with this. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how people use him as far as like where they structure him and their team to try to optimize that effect because that could be pretty... I mean, could be pretty big. Um, I like that they're kind of that there is something more health-based, like this may actually make uh, create a little bit more value in the health primary mods. Oh, yeah, for sure. That makes sense, too, especially with his unique that result, resolute endurance. Oh, no, that's on Baze. So we'll get to that. Unique ability, indomitable will. Chert Inway gains 5 to 7. This is... This is the one that just kills me with this guy, especially if he's with his bro. Chirrut Inway gets 5 to 17% counter chance and health steal 
based on ability level. So at the highest ability level, 17% counter chance for each living enemy. Doubled for empire turns, tunes. That's crazy. So if his empire, if you're fighting an empire team, basically Bays and Shuret are going to be countering every turn. Because if Bays Malibus is present, he also gains these bonuses. So not only are they countering, but they're health stealing. It's this is ridiculous. It's crazy. That's a lot of counter. Two characters with counter from this one ability. Pretty awesome. And is unique. Whenever a rebel ally is critically hit, they gain heal over time for two turns. So another heal over time for rebels if they're critically hit. And at the start of each turn, if Chert Inway is alive, all allies with heal over time recover 1-4% to of their max health. So with all the heal over times this guy's throwing out, on top of that, for, at the beginning of each turn, if they're alive... If he's alive, they're healed for 4% of their max health. For each one. It's crazy. Yep. This may make... You know, after you lose your protection half the time in the like, arena, you pretty much count that tune dead, right? Because mm. they're vulnerable. Yeah. But, but this dude, he might make it so... If you don't have protection on your tunes, you might actually still be mm. fine. Because of the amount of heals this guy just throws out there. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, I was gonna go somewhere. <laughs> I, I, he'll be frustrating as hell to deal with, as far as like if some of these teams already have a ton of health, like or characters that give health as leader bonus. What Rex Barris? Not sure who else. Um, yeah, he could. I mean, he could be interesting in a defensive team with some of those irritating characters, especially Rex. I think. Yeah, definitely. I, overall, I read these abilities and they do sound pretty awesome, but I don't. If he's not with Baze, I don't know how great he'll be. You know what I mean? Hundred percent agree. I think he's. He's close, close to being worthless without base. What basically what he is to me, not playing him at all yet, not fighting him at all yet. What he seems to me to be best for would be just to throw in your Galactic War team and run through the whole thing. Yeah, because you get to like the sixth node and you have two or three people without protection. This dude's gonna be healing them up the whole time. You're running through. So, that in itself is a pretty good use for him. We'll see how he does in the arena by himself, but I for sure think if he's with Baze, he's going to be fine. Yeah. Because I've seen some of these pictures at max gear level and the gifs that they show on their site and him hitting for 22k. and Yeah. I mean, he's not a slouch. He's not a barris with his hits, but... Yeah. So that helps him out. I, I like how specific they're starting to get with a lot of these new characters. Like, they have things that they do really well and that they're they're meant to be counters to specific things. So it's kind of like a really fun game of chess, <coughs> trying to figure out where to stick these guys in and how to counter it. And 
Well, yeah, one of the cooler things to me, and I talked about this in some of our first episodes, is I really like synergy. And it seems like a lot... Of course, right now it's all Rebel and Empire stuff, but it seems like they're focusing on synergy in your team. And if they're not in a synergy team, they're not as effective. Yeah. You know? So, hopefully... And this is kind of off-tangent, but you see the new... uh, the new, not find, but uh, sorting options that they put into the game on that patch yesterday? Um, I personally a, did not, but I've seen some images that someone posted. Maybe that someone can fill us in. Yeah, so there's a bounty hunter now. There's a republic now. There was separatist added a while ago. It just seems like they might be setting themselves up for something, you know what I mean? Especially with these characters all working with synergy. I think there might be something coming with that. And it might even come with ships, the way these com- commanders are. Yep. Well, that's what I was going to say is, uh, like, a lot of the names or the sorting options that we've seen are def- could definitely be ship-related, too. So, I mean, that could be something that they're trying to do is, you know, get those ships sorted out. Yep. So it'll be interesting. But I do I do like the way they're working characters. And I understand people's uh worry about power creep and not fixing old characters but creating new ones that just make others obsolete. But I was watching a YouTube video for someone that had been up to CG Studios recently, played ships and a couple other things and they had said in the video that there's a lot, or a few at least, reworks that are already done and should be implemented soon. I, th- I believe that's what I read. Oh, Don't quote me, but. I hope it's Boba. See, that would make perfect sense to me because if ships are about to come out and Slave 1 we know is going to be one of them, that would really be good for him. I, so. I need to just go ahead and take him to Gear 9. Do it. It'd be awesome have him flying around the slave one for you. Hell yeah. <laughs> Depending on how hard it is to get. So, um, do you think Chaz would be a good name for these two bromance? Chaz? Yeah. Chaz? Chaz? I love it. That's awesome. They sound like douchebags, and I'm sure that they will be in the arena, so <laughs> perfect for them. Nice. Yeah. Hey Chaz, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there everywhere I can from now on. Uh, uh, wedding Crashers is actually what brought it to my mind. Oh, nice, <laughs> classic. You want to play Tummy Sticks? <laughs> no, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh Jesus. So um, with that, we'll move to the next <laughs> character, <laughs> his buddy Baze. So Baze Malbus, this is his flavor text. Fearsome rebel tank who taunts, dispels buffs, and inflicts debuffs. This is the B2 guy. That's This is the one I was thinking of for the B2. Unlocks at three stars and available from, drumroll, chromium packs. So Surprise. I'll get him about the same time I get Rex. But it's fun to uh, look at these people I'll probably never see. (laughs) Basic attack. Heavy repeater cannon. 
Deal physical damage to target enemy with a 40 to 70 blah, 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 40 to 70% chance to inflict speed down for 2 to 3 turns. If Chirrut Mway is present, he gains 10% turn meter. So, good chance to inflict speed down on a basic. Those are always welcome, in my opinion. I like speed down on basic. I do too. Speed down and offense down. Big fan. Yep. Now for the fun one. Special attack. Unload. Deal physical damage to all enemies and dispel all buffs on them. Sounds a lot like Relentless Barrage. Or not Relentless Barrage. Whatever V2's uh, AoE is. But there's more. Annoying. Empire enemies and enemies... <laughs> Empire enemies and enemies who were not buffed take bonus damage equal to 10-25% to 25% of their max health. Holy crap. Hmm. So, if you're an Empire or an enemy with that's not buffed, you're about to get slapped in the face pretty hard. Oh, and on top of that, if Chirrut Imwe is present, he is called to assist. Crazy. So, insult to injury. That's that's That one's awesome. First yeah. off, once you get to his unique that causes his taunts, he taunts, but he can also dispel everyone on the other team. It's crazy. Special, other special attack, Fierce Reprisal. Deal physical damage to target enemy and dispel all buffs on them. For each buff dispelled, inflict the opposite debuff for, if any, for two turns. So not only does he have a dispel to the entire team, but if that's on cooldown, he can debuff one character and then put the opposite buff or debuff on them. This is the second time we've seen this, right? Uh, doesn't General Kenobi do the same thing, basically? Does he? I, I can't remember. I've only read his a couple times. I think he does. Makes me sad to go look at him, so. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, that yeah, thing. I'll have to check it out. At least I know that I eventually will get Kenobi. <laughs> Do you know that? Don't shatter my dreams right now, okay? This is the Shattered Order. <laughs> That's what we do. Oh, hey, oh, <laughs> Pun City. Population you. Oh, so, Jesus. unique ability for Jedha. Baze Malbus gains taunt and retribution. So, not just taunt, also retribution, much like a Gamorrean guard, for one turn at the start of each encounter. So, short trooper ish. Whenever an enemy is defeated, so kill a dude, get a taunt. And whenever Chirwet Imwe falls below 100% health. Stay with me here. Okay. Chirwet Imwe is going to heal himself. An ass ton. So how many taunts do you think Baze is going to get every time he dips below 100% and then the next turn Chirrut does his hail over times take him right back up to 100%. That's interesting. <laughs> on, t- on top of whenever an enemy is defeated and the start of an encounter, this guy's going to be taunting all the time. Buff immunity will be quite useful against him. Uh, B2, like I said. Earlier? Yeah, B2. Farm B2. Anakin. Anakin, get him. Hopefully you can hit that off before he taunts. Yep. But Baze Malbus also, on top of that, gains 2 to 5% turn meter whenever an enemy gains a buff. And we know other teams buff a lot, so there's more turn meter for him. Crazy. Hmm. Very and then the last one, just to make a 
just to make a tank more tanky, Baze Malbus gains max health equal to 20% of his own max health. So his max health at the beginning of a fight, he gets 20% of that as more max health. And Chirrut Inwe also gains that much max health. So Chirrut Inwe gains 20% of Baze's health, max health too. So for a tank, 20% of his max health is going to put Chirrut really high, really high on base health, which will also help all of Chirrut's abilities. <laughs> this is why these two together are scary. Yeah. But this dude, man, taunts all the time, debuffs. It, it he looks ridiculous to me. Yeah. He looks short trooper we thought was awesome and he is awesome, but now you've yep. got short trooper B2 mixture and it's crazy. Well, I'm glad that they're kind of giving us some options with these obnoxious as all get out characters. That way we can kind of choose and, you know, they each bring something different to the table. It kind of seems like the game is kind of heading that direction. You know, it was damaged for so long, but it's starting to become very buff and debuff based. Like, I don't know. That's just the, it seems like they're trying to push the meta in a direction, but some of these characters are so difficult to get. I don't know when that will happen, but. Yeah, I think that the, there's going to be people that have them, and they're going to always be in the top 20. But I don't think you'll have more than two to three that have these two seven-starred together on the yeah. team. You know? So they are good, but they're not going to be everywhere like Weeks are. Yeah. At least that's my feeling. I agree. So That's a good point. Before we move on to... The next area, I have someone sound the alarm. What is it? The sound? Do, 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 breaking news? Yeah, I was just about to mention the breaking news. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, so I get a uh, Discord uh, notification right here in the middle of the podcast on my computer, and it's one of our guild members pointing out that the ship's preview post has been updated. And it would appear as if ships will be arriving next week. So, it looks like ships are coming for their one-year anniversary. Pretty crazy. It's kind of exciting! I can't wait. Curious to see exactly what it is. Um, We would obviously dig into this a lot more if, uh, you know, it hadn't just popped up on the middle of us recording the podcast we could kind of dig into it a little bit more but um obviously we'll schedule something for some point next week um and figure something out so we can talk about all this stuff but yep there's a good bit of information they they list all the ships and crew that'll be available when it starts um by the time you complete the tutorial, it tells you who you'll have. So that's cool. But we'll give you a little possibly correct, possibly total garbage data mine from ships that happened yesterday. 
Because apparently yesterday when it was updated, there were 2,000 lines of code added to the game. And I don't think that was a mistake. And especially it makes sense now that we just found out that chips are coming next week. So this takes on a little more credence, I think, than when we didn't know when it was coming. But 2,000 lines of code in the game data mined from the update that went out yesterday, Wednesday. I first want to say before I go over this, I kind of took this from a Reddit post and one of the users on there, so I want to give him the credit, but AU broke down what he saw in the code, and I kind of took that from what he said and added it in here, so thanks for that. But things he saw in the code that relate to ships. Daily challenges. So I guess not too surprising that you add a whole new section of the game, you're going to have a new daily challenge, kind of like mods. Upgraded mod, that was a daily challenge once they were added, so there's that. Fleet Battle Arena. So apparently there is going to be a second arena. So the question I've seen people ask after seeing this data mine was when is the payout gonna be? Do you think it'll be anywhere near the other arena payout? Uh I certainly hope not, but... It's, <laughs> Make your choice. Yeah. I I don't think it will be, because I kind of think that the they want people coming into the game, you know, at different times. Um, so I think it'll be... I'm going to guess it's going to be like two hours later. Gotcha. So middle of uh, the night time for... Everyone that's at home playing. Yep. Probably. That'd be cool. I wouldn't want to see it earlier because I'd either be getting ready for work or sleeping. So I'd be okay with later in the night because I'll be a couple hours into work or at home hanging out. So that would work really well for me. Uh, let's. Oh, so on top of that, there'll be new challenges. So daily challenges, kind of like the tank, attacker, healer one. You got your ability mat, credits, and training droid challenges. There'll be ship daily challenges. So that'll be interesting. Don't know what that will give out, but it must be something to upgrade those guys. This is another interesting one. There's apparently a new ability material called Zeta. Like, we got our Omega Mats, but they're adding something called Zeta. Makes me wonder if that's what's going to be used when they finally update all these characters' abilities, like they said they were going to do at a later, later date. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So stoked. Oh. No wonder we're getting Omegas like crazy now. I want to go through the Omega thing all over again. Right? It's coming. They're like, here's your Omega and half a Zeta for your daily contributions. Yep. This makes me want want to start saving crystals like crazy. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I'm saving everything this week. Sorry, leveling. I'm not buying those refreshes this week. Yeah. Another thing, lots of new achievements to come with ships. Now I'm going to ask you, do you think it'll be more Vader shards or maybe a new achievement character tied to ships? Um, because a lot of people already have Vader at 7, so what are okay. the odds they're going to hand out more Vaders? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I could see more Vader shards, but something you said 
just made me want to dig into something in the post that they just released. So, okay, where I'm going to go through that real quick. Uh, okay. So with this new event, it's going to unlock at level 25, and mm-hmm. up through level 60, there will be special free events that you're going to be able to take part in when the update launches. So if you're level 60 or above, you'll be able to go through and just knock out all of these challenges and mm-hmm. you will get everything I'm about to name from the events from the very beginning. Resistance mm-hmm. pilot and the resistance X-wing Jedi consular and Jedi consular starfighter Im- Imperial tie pilot and Imperial tie fighter Clone Sergeant Phase 1 and ARC-170, First Order TIE Pilot and First Order TIE Fighter. You will also get Admiral Akbar and Home 1, Grand Moff Tarkin and Eccentrics, and Mace Windu and his Endurance. That's not too bad. Who the hell is Imperial TIE Pilot? That's a good question. I, I, because ass- <laughs> Tie Fighter Pilot is a character, but who the hell is Imperial Tie Pilot? That's what I was going to ask you. Is that a different character, or what do you think? Um, if or if they just named him differently? Because Tie Fighter Pilot, I mean, is from you know, he 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 is the Imperial Tie Fighter, but is that different? I don't know. Um, yeah, it sounds like the same guy. I think maybe it was just a typo. I don't know. And but something else is who knows. Vader, um, Vader's Tie Advanced will be coming soon too. Um, soon after the initial launch, there will be more ships that includes uh, Darth Vader's Tie Advanced. So, but yeah, like hmm. I said, you will get. I mean, you're basically going to start out. Uh, with them giving you eight characters and the ships for those eight characters from the very beginning if you're level 60 or above. Well, nice. That kind of covers that next point from the uh, data mine then. Tutorial awards for first ships. Yep. Well, there they all are. And it says here you can acquire character shards from ship battles. Now, I'm kind of curious. Is this where... Are they just going to add the pilots in there so you can get pilot charts in there i don't i wrote here is this where new rogue one tunes will go but i'm assuming the characters in the ship's battles would probably be pilots right uh, yeah probably um you would think so uh i i think any new characters that they do add i don't think they'll go there my guess would be they'll end up in cantina battles because that makes the most sense but um, hopefully I'm wrong. And that's definitely the uh, current way things go. So yeah. That was kind of sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew you were <laughs> going to say it, and I still didn't want you to, but it still came. <laughs> yeah. Other notes. Character power affects ship power. So you're still going to want seven-star characters on your ships. With lots of gear. Because they'll add to the ship power. Yep, exactly. Fleet Commander stars affect the amount of reinforcements you can add to a battle. So we talked about this in a past episode when they up, 
when they introduce commanders, but apparently if you don't have your commanders at seven stars, you won't be allowed to call in as many reinforcements. Um, so something I'd like to jump back to real quick on the power affecting ship power thing. Mm-hmm. This makes um, all those mods you have that you always think about selling, this makes those a lot more valuable, even if they're just a couple stars, because that does affect characters' power. So saving those for the characters, you know, the few pilots that you'll be able to use or whatever, and using those on those guys if you don't have mods on them already could be really valuable. Yeah, throw them on the uh, tutorial characters if you didn't have them geared already yep. or modded. Yep. That'd be good. No surprise here, new ship shipment store. So they'll probably sell the next point. Blueprints are the ship equivalent of character shards. So I'm assuming ship stores are going to have some of these ships in them. And you're going to buy the shards for them. Pick your first ship wisely. Hopefully it's not like Sidious or, you know, Poe Dameron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a jab at you. I, I'm glad you didn't. I noticed. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, okay. Well, I had to point it out anyway. I'm excited about yeah. Poe Dameron and his X-Wing, damn it. Is he in there? He is. Is he listed? Yes. Oh, Poe Dameron's X-Wing and Poe Dameron. Nice. Yeah, that blue X-wing will look cool. So, uh, something else. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I just I keep looking at the actual release rather than I know we're going over the data mine, but I keep throwing in stuff that's actual. So, I'm just no, no, it makes the points for what we're going in the data mine um, valid. So, at least something I thought that was interesting is the Millennium Falcon uh, that will be here will be from Episode Seven. So the crew will be. Ray plus Finn. So if you're pissed because you had to farm up Finn for the speed challenge or whatever, rejoice. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. What? Han and Chewie don't fly the Millennium Falcon? This is... What, what do you mean? Preposterous. Yeah, but... They they haven't released the Chewie that would have flown the Millennium Falcon to begin with. He's, you know. Okay. All right. He, he would, remember, he'd be like that, a steel pod or, you know, that little soda can looking thing with a rocket on it. Didn't he fly one of those? Yes. So. You made a point and it makes sense. It still doesn't make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it don't make anyone happy. I, I'm annoyed by it as well. But, you know, what can they you do? They don't get bromance synergy. They don't even get their their damn ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you remind me of a point on that bromance thing that I saw on Reddit. Someone was like, "It's Clone Wars Chewbacca. They didn't even know each other." I'm like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> Take Clone Wars off his name and let's make him a, the real Chewie. Totally agree. Yep, that would be easy yeah. to do. Yeah. So ships can be enhanced and promoted, level and rarity. Not any surprise there. Ships have crews and astromech. This one. What's an astromech? Me. So what are we? Oh, well, R two D R two D two is one. So are we finally gonna get him? Are we finally That's what I know. gonna get like a non? somewhat douchey Luke Skywalker 
Because this guy didn't fly with R2-D2, right? I mean... Oh, no, they're buddies. If you're going to throw astromechs in there, you can't not put in the most famous astromech. And then on top of that, the only other character he could fly with is Anakin. So... Oh, yeah, I didn't think about Anakin. And, and Anakin is in the game, so... Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. I was just strictly thinking Luke, but... Because I wouldn't think that the rebel Luke that they have now would necessarily be flying an X-Wing. But then again, I guess it I could got, be, so... Yeah. I got my fingers up, my finger guns up, and I'm shooting holes in your theories. <laughs> well, hey, keep, keep it up. That's what we do here. <laughs> there will also be... Uh, this one I'm excited about. New... Chromiums, fleet data cards. Oh yes! So, I'm so, so stoked about RNG-based, money-based ship Hell stuff. Yeah, that that's the best thing I've heard all day. <laughs> yes. Oh, and oh, even better, one up it starter ship blueprint bundles like character packs. That's a this man, and with Christmas coming all up, over it, Christmas money mm-hmm. all over this. Yep. This is a true Thanksgiving now right here. I am thankful for new chromiums yeah. and starter packs. Aren't we all? <laughs> well, all of that is really exciting to me. It's going to add a large amount of more of in-game time through this, but I think all of it's going to be fun. And I know I hope so. everyone's weary... Everyone's weary because it's going to add a lot to this game, and they're worried about what happens with some uh, with some reason. But I have a feeling I've been waiting for ships for a long time, hoping that they were going to say they were going to put them in. Yes. And here it comes next week. I'm excited for it. I'm I'm super so. excited too. I'm excited about the fleet battle arena more than anything. That's arena is my favorite part of the game by far, and uh, so just having something else. That you're basically starting from scratch on in regards to that and trying to fight back up, and I'm super excited about that. Definitely. And it's one thing that wasn't mentioned by Fadark here, but I had heard was in this state of mind, was a ship galactic war. I'm going to go on the record and no. say if that happens, I will not be happy. Yeah, I'll be... I, no, half the time, don't I don't want even that. want to do regular Galactic War. I've been considering... I don't want to ship Galactic War. Yeah. I, I'm about to quit doing Galactic War for the most part. It's just... It's taking too much time with the raids and everything and with ships coming and... Uh. And you don't get anything out of it, right? You got all the characters. All you get is ally coins, so why, why keep doing it? You know? I, you know, I hadn't even thought about that, but that's a great point. Um, <laughs> but th- yeah, there's not really any reason to do it anymore. Well, I'm glad I could convince you. I mean, <laughs> the currency is nice, um, and I need it because I got like thirty thousand credits. But and given that we, you know, that there literally is no timeline on when the credit heist can show up. So no, exactly. Well, one last thing we got for the podcast tonight, and kind of was spurred by a question we had in Guild Chat. It's TIE Fighter Pilot, a guy that just came into Cantina Battles, and a lot of people are farming right now. But once you get him and you start gearing him up, 
what are the best mods for them, you know? Yep. And I think you have some ideas on that, right? I had a few. Oh, well, let's hear them. Well, uh, first I'm going to tell you kind of the main points that I look at whenever I think about modding a character and specifically what I looked at on TIE Fighter Pilot. So what type of character is he? He's a glass cannon. He's got an AoE that he will use on his first turn. And his second turn, he will be targeting a single target with high damage output. Uh, His crit chance is a 614 rating. No idea what that means. Um, I looked at Lando's just to try to get a comparison. Lando's crit rating is 759, which roughly translates to 38%, 39%. So I'm going to assume that he's going to be in the 32-ish range. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. He's got 53% potency, which is pretty damn good. Uh, he's That's his fully geared is 53%? Yes. Damn, that is pretty good. Yep. Especially when you think about tenacity down on his basic. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. He's I'm I, sure that'll work into your uh modding here. Uh that specific point not so much. Uh so I'm actually glad that you mentioned it uh, cuz tenacity down is well, well, pretty big. About to learn something. Ah, I know. Um, <laughs> all right, he's only got 27,000 total hit points. That's, you know, not a whole lot. Um, I mean, it's, it, I guess it's pretty good for a uh, glass cannon type, but that is fully maxed with the new gear and everything. So everyone's, the other glass cannons are probably in that ballpark. Um, but his speed... Yeah, probably on par with everyone else. Yeah. His speed is 170. He is the fastest character in the game, based on just raw speed. And, Damn. All right. So, his first turn, he will deal physical damage to all enemies with an 80% chance to inflict buff immunity for two turns and inflict ability block on the primary target for one turn. Those were the main points I looked at whenever I was thinking about how to mod him and what's important for this character. So Let me just say, I think it's awesome that he has an AoE, but it also has a ability that makes it important on who you're targeting with it. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I I don't think there's anyone else like that that I can think of. I can't either. That's... um, I know that can kind of be, that can be useful if you're using like a Phasma lead um, and you use an AoE because if somebody comes in on an assist or something along those lines, that could be useful. Mm -hmm. But uh, outside that, yeah, there's not really anyone that I can think of where that would be useful. Mm -hmm. Just a side thought. Yep. Um, So I'm going to surprise you guys here. Uh, Speed arrow, <laughs> useful on this guy. Didn't see that coming. The triangle, I actually have some conflicts with. Um, 
I think I ultimately decided that crit chance, most important. Then offense. You try to get him up to that 50% threshold. Yep. Uh, for sure get him above 40. Because blanking on who it was. I don't have it in my notes. But uh, the guy that had the Reddit post that where he ran all the math on this and 40% crit chance kind of seems to be the threshold for damage output on whether mm. you go with crit damage or offense mods as far as which one's better. So because of his crit chance, I thought that crit chance would be most important. Then offense, then crit damage. And that is as your primary on the triangle. That's, Mm-hmm. That's the way I would go. Um, circle, obviously protection, and then your plus sign is. Um, I viewed potency as most important, then offense, then finally protection. Um, if he wasn't so fast, protection would be ahead of offense, but because of how fast he is, uh, you know he did. I think the offense is more important because of the speed and unique uh, abilities that he has. Right. He's not going to take as many hits if he's going faster. Exactly. Thank you. I, that's what I was trying to say <laughs> I, through all that mouse yeah, spin in the wheel. Um, <laughs> so, secondary stats. They're obviously super important. Um, speed is great. Anytime you can add more speed to this dude, the better. Um, mm-hmm. Offense. Uh, try to find mods with higher base offense numbers because those will actually make a difference, surprisingly. Um, so that's the second thing I'm looking for. And then crit chance. I think is probably the most important secondary stat if you're using a crit damage triangle um, because, you know, you have all the extra damage on the crits, but if you're not critting, it don't matter. Um, and I'm right. assuming his AoE isn't going to hit for a lot, so most of his damage output is going to be from that basic. And you want that basic ability to have the best chance of doing high damage output. And the reason I had crit chance higher is because the way his basic compounds uh, based on debuffed enemies or, mm-hmm. yeah, debuffed enemies. Uh, that's why the crit chance is so important for me. Um, mm-hmm. And as far as the bonuses, crit damage, obviously awesome. Uh, speed can be useful depending on how you're setting up your team with this guy. Um if you're not getting above that 40% threshold on the uh, uh, crit chance, then offense mod's not a bad way to go. Um, he probably doesn't need more potency, if especially if you're using a potency cross, because um, 53% is pretty good. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna land debuffs on most people most of the time, and. You know, for that last spot, health never hurts. Mm -hmm. Now, 
as far as usage ideas for this guy, kind of what I was thinking was if you're pairing him with like a fast Stormtrooper Han, uh, if you can get him to go before Stormtrooper Han, it's possible to get uh, 80% turn meter towards your second turn by the time Stormtrooper Han taunts. So... Because of his unique, he can basically gain 50% turn meter on his AoE and then turn around and gain another mm-hmm. 30%. So he could be going pretty quick. So if you have Stormtrooper Han, him go, Stormtrooper Han, and then have someone that gives offense up or something along those lines, I mean, this guy will probably put out some pretty serious damage to uh, that annoying Shore Trooper yeah. or B2 that you've been dealing Sp- with. Especially if he debuffs him on his first shot. Yes, absolutely. That and that's the biggest thing is, uh, some that's something else like behind your stormtrooper Han, if you can get offense up and have an AOE another AOE debuffer, that would be pretty pretty awesome. Right. And um, makes sense. Emperor Palpatine obviously a good lead for him because he can actually gain a hundred percent turn meter. On his AOE, because of his leader ability, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, another option would be is if I'm not exactly sure where the gear gives him all of his potency. So like, if his potency is later in the gear levels and you don't have great potency on him, something else you can do is put him behind an AOE debuffer. That way, people are already debuffed Whoever by the time at, he goes. He's already going to hit him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's basically kind of what we were thinking on him. Um, Jan, hit us up if you have any other ideas or if you think I'm just an idiot and completely wrong on some of the stuff. But uh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said Either that. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, cool. So, what well, do you think? Any other ideas hmm? or anything you want to add? I am not farming him yet, so I really haven't even looked at him. Yeah, to be honest, I know his ability, what his abilities are, but I haven't looked into it too much. Still uh, debating whether I'm gonna get him next or B two. So yeah. we'll see. Cool. But yeah, your ideas make sense. So hope so. I like it. Well, it is eleven forty PM and I still have three tank runs to do before midnight. And so it's now become a game of time whether I can finish them tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. But luckily, we have nothing left in this podcast to give to you guys. So, thank you for listening. We have Twitter, SO Podcast. If you want to hit us up there, me and Wink are always checking that. Yep. And I'm Goodnight Punk on Reddit, and he is Windkiller Inc. on Reddit. If you guys ever have any questions, want to talk to us, anything like that, you can hit us up on the Twitter on Reddit, and we are around. Absolutely, and uh, we always look forward to reviews on iTunes or Stitcher or 
anywhere else. Uh, reviews are very much appreciated, so get on that if you have not reviewed us. Yeah, definitely. Like to hear what you guys think we can improve on and what we do well so we can keep doing it or maybe stop doing it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you guys have a nice night, and thanks for listening, and we will be back next week without schedule problems or technical difficulties. Yep. I promise. Since, Wink will get his act together. Yeah, I'll do my best. And, <laughs> I'm just kidding. And since, I'm blaming uh, all on you. Oh, it was all my fault. Um, and since next week is Thanksgiving, uh, the Twitter will be a great way to go and figure out exactly when we're going to be dropping a podcast. Uh, we will shoot something out over there, kind of give you a heads up as far as when we'll be recording and getting the next one out. Yep, definitely, because I'll be in a turkey coma. You can guarantee it'll be after ships. I'll be sitting around <laughs> eating yep. turkey shipping. Definitely. Well, catch you guys all next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you. Thank you.